podcast of Destiny, episode 24. Uh, we made it. Uh, this is a huge milestone uh, that I've finally reached. I've been wanting to do a podcast here uh, at Casey Moore's for a very long time, and I finally did it yeah. with my really good friend, what Jeff up, Wiles. What's what up, up, Jeff? What up, what up, what up? How's Feeling it going? Good. Feeling good. We're here, dude. We got the fries. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're doing it. Yeah, yeah. We got the fries to make it a little bit less scary, to like lighten the mood, to make us feel a little bit better, <laughs> yeah. because we are up here in the attic, uh, and uh, this attic and Casey Moore's in general is uh, actually famously known for being, you know, haunted what? pretty pretty damn haunted what oh did i not tell you jeff <laughs> no you told me <laughs> yeah i came you here without i, I brought you I came you here yeah you sure i'm a did. little i'm a little uh you know flustered right now i had to do a lot of stuff give me a break he's all recovering right? yeah i'm recovering right now from <laughs> from other things too <laughs> yeah. uh but um yeah we're here in the attic and um it is it is haunted it's one of the uh, one of the most haunted places in the country, I, I gotta feel. say, this is the nicest haunted place I've ever been. In my life. <laughs> yeah, and there, there's it's, upholstery on the wall. It's amazing. Yeah, and it's really chill because it's like we're doing this right here, and then next door there's just a girl like working <laughs> and like, like typing on a computer. She's just here all the time. She doesn't yeah. care if it's haunted. Nah, it's dude, nothing. Be... She doesn't. She doesn't want to uh, run away screaming like ah. There's. She's probably annoyed when when like hauntings happen. She's like, ugh. <laughs> okay. Can you quiet down over there, please. <laughs> it's like a guy holding some woman's head. Like, <laughs> like excuse i have taxes i have to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a good spot though this is insane like i, I it's it looks so good it, it, it it's perfect it's aesthetically pleasing because it seems like we are in a what small little we attic. Got a mini lamp we got a big lamp yeah i mean come on and i just wanted to do a brief little thing about the history of this place like the haunting um it was uh created in this place was created in 1910 uh, by uh, William and Mary Moer or Moyer, is Moore? it so? Is that, would that be more? I think more. But it's M O E U R, and they spell it M O O R E S. So well, I'm, that's I'm, the, I'm going to avoid the ghosts. That's <laughs> they're trying to throw off. Never let your enemies know what you're doing. You yeah, I mean? so they don't get sued or something by the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nothing worse than a ghost lawyer. <laughs> A regular haunting yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. That uh, William and Mary were actually the two only lawyers in, in this the town. The only ones back in the day. <laughs> the first lawyers, actually. And <laughs> the first lawyers. They were the very first. <laughs> Law wasn't invented until 190. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> we're giving my audience new information now, too. Just yeah, this is an educational <laughs> podcast. We're here to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> Jeff's going to make me laugh. I can't. I, he, so much. You know, I can't even get to the, the haunting thing. But I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, it create it was started in Tempe. Uh, it was the early development of Tempe, um, the edu- educational system. Uh, he it was one of a part of the first. He was a part of the first school board and held, you know, big positions there. And, uh, you know, uh, he died. They died in uh, 1929, or he died in 1929. And wasn't, then, it wasn't an oyster house to begin with, though, was it? Uh, it was used as. Uh, it was a lo- there's a lot of things it was used for. You're, you're risking an <laughs> awful lot if you're eating oysters in Arizona in 1900. <laughs> yeah, I know you a know lot of. You, maybe get sick or I don't know or. Where do you even find oysters? Yeah, I, I would break out in hives because I think I'm allergic to them. Oh yeah, I don't. I mean, like 2022, yeah. I still don't trust oysters in Arizona. Yeah. No offense, Casey Morse. <laughs> <laughs> But it was used for uh, following their deaths. Um, it has been said that this house was used. It became a bordello. 
And it was just active with a lot of parties and suicides and drugs and murders. Oh my god! And other dude. things that I don't want other words Thanks I don't for want to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, it's just um, we're doing this in uh, in what August, right? We're in, yeah, at the, the end, of August, end of August, and it's yeah. just an, it, it's not October, but I think it still works, right? Right. <laughs> it's not. Well, you got to get through September first, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. Thank Jeff's helping me out with uh, understanding how hey, months dude, work. Hey, if you need to know how the calendars <laughs> work, hit me up, dude. I got most of them memorized. <laughs> That's what, yeah, go to Jeff, not for to go see him at, uh, you know, comedy clubs and stuff. Go to him for... Uh, extensive yeah. knowledge on months <laughs> and the order that they fall. Yes, yes. Hell yeah. Um, so we, uh, it's good to see you. I'm glad that I was uh, able to get you on the podcast while you were here in town because you're yeah, visiting. Yeah. Uh, you're from Arizona, but, right? Born and raised. Born and raised, but you are currently like... Going back and forth from here to New York, kind of staying in New York. Uh, yeah, um, I, I had, yeah during 2020 to like now, I was kind of bouncing back and forth, but I finally found a place where I'm like landing permanently. So I'll yeah. still pro- I'll still be back in Arizona for like Christmas and probably a month or two in during the summer. But um, yeah, Bedsty, do we yeah. die Bedsty? When you go back and forth, do you drive? No, no, fly. You fly, okay? And yeah, you have I sold a car- my car. You, you sold your car. You just, yeah, New York is it's the like way like first to... year in New York. I was like, this is stupid. I don't need this. Yeah. So you eventually maybe go out there thinking, oh, I'm going to go out there. I could just have my car and just drive, get around in my car. But then it just, you realize very quickly it does not work. Yeah. It's a luxury having a car in New York because like you can just drive to places. Yeah. But the problem is when you, when you're done and you get home, there's mm-hmm. no parking. Like, yeah. Not exaggerating. I would spend like an hour and a half trying to find parking. Yeah. Anywhere near my apartment and end up having to walk like a mile to get to my spot. Well, in L.A., it's like the same thing. In L.A., it's a nightmare, especially like I lived in Koreatown once, and I would have to, every time I would get home, I'd have to spend like 45 minutes trying to find a spot. Yeah, it's it's brutal. And and not only that, just collecting parking tickets, like waking up at like setting my alarm at like 5.30 in the morning so I could go run and move my car and then go back and go to sleep. I was just like, let me just sell this, dude. I don't need this. What are some spots you like to hit up while you're in New York um, doing stand-up or, you know, whatever, uh, whether it's just you hanging out? Or, yeah, um, or well, it's tough. Up. Now Now a lot of my favorite places are closed. Um, yeah, officially? Yeah. At, because of the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, a lot wow. of places didn't make it. But um, there's still there's still some good ones. Yeah. QED in Queens, that's like a mandatory QED, spot. QED, okay. QED's got a great stage, good community out there. Um, Is that an acronym for anything? Yeah, I forget, I forget exactly what it's... I think it's like Queens Entertainment something. Okay. No, it's way more complicated than that, actually. I remember it's something ridiculous. Yeah, but that's a is that an open mic or a show or something they like that? They do both. They do it they all, do both. yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, they got a, a, a like a stage space and then like a little lobby in front. Really cool. They do a great job over there. Um, and then the stand. I mean, the stand is the like stand, where I'm at. It's a place I hear everybody likes doing stuff at. Peter oh, yeah. Fowler. Do you ever link up with Peter Fowler while you're out there? No. Do you know him? I, I, uh, not personally, but you know, I've yeah. seen his stuff. Yeah, very Okay, funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I thought you might have since you guys were kind of Arizona and New York guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a few of us out there. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, I noticed that you have been doing some really cool spots out here in Arizona um, at Stand Up Live and, and the improv and the stuff. The improv, yeah. You've been getting all the good spots. Uh, Steph. Uh, Olive. She's She is hilarious. Yeah, she's really very good. Fucking really funny. Um, I saw, like, I think I just saw, like, a story or something or a post from her just 
becoming viral like on instagram pretty much just like discovering it like whoa what the hell yeah yeah no she's definitely had multiple viral moments she just opened for bill burr at the scotia bank for like wow for like 1500 people or something like that jeez maybe, she, yeah yeah i can tell that she's gonna definitely oh yeah. she's hilarious too we had we had a great weekend too we ended up going to the strip club saturday night on her run and improv <laughs> nice yeah you know jimmy wisman Jimmy Wisman. Yeah, you, you mentioned that to me a few days ago, I think. Yeah, he's he was the feature act for that weekend, and uh, okay. he's got a really successful podcast, too, and he took us out. Cash Daddy, dude, paid for the whole thing. Wow. Just showed up. We were already messed up from at pro, you know post-show drinking, smoking, whatever you're doing afterwards. Just showed up to the strip club like, Where, what are we doing? What strip he club? He just gave us like a stack of cash each. It's like, go throw it at these <laughs> girls. Like, All Jeez. Right. He's, yeah, he's uh, obviously doing well for himself. Cash Daddy, dude. That's what we call him. What was it? Late Girls? Abco? Late Girls? No. <laughs> There's a f- bunch of French bitches in here, dude. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> where do we? We went to Skin. Hello, is, 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 uh, uh, I can't take <laughs> off uh, your clothes. That's not even. French. I'm off dive. I'm off dive. <laughs> yeah. We're both clearly terrible at French. Yeah, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. That's an Italian. I, I sounded Italian. Yeah. Oh god. All right. Well, we'll switch from that. Uh, do you want to yeah, do skin. some more accents or? <laughs> yeah. Let me let me throw in a Chinese one just to make sure this <laughs> never airs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get this episode canceled before it even Hell yeah, gets dude. Hell yeah. Canceled live. Yeah. <laughs> live cancellation. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the yeah. Come on down. Live cancellation. Um, you just <laughs> performed with, uh, you just did, uh, opened up with, for Michelle Wolf too. I did. She's Got a big deal. for Michelle Wolf, one of the best. Yeah. Legitimately top tier comedians working today. She was such a pro. It was so cool to see her like work out her new hour. She's in the bag, in the green one with all the different notebooks. Just seeing the process was so sick. Did you go to a strip club? At- <laughs> no, 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 no. Very different vibe with the uh, Michelle Wolf thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steph. yeah. Yeah. Um, but she was great. That was so fun. I think it was like 500 people at Stand Up Live that night. Yeah. It was a lot. It was sold out. Um, Very cool. Very fun. I remember when I first met you I, I i started doing comedy like my first i always say like my first open mic was like 10 years ago or whatever but mm. i haven't been doing it you know every day since 10 years ago yeah but. it's it's always weird when people are like how long you been doing it we're like well like these amount of years very seriously and then there was a gap where i'm like doing a part-time and then, yeah you know I mean? it's like comedy is weird like that but i remember yeah like hidden house the that hidden was house. a wild spot back in the day yeah now it's like now it's like one of the coolest gay bars you've ever been to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got it, like it's connected to like an ice cream shop. Yeah. It's like everything's like, hey, buy ice cream merch. But back in the day it was scary. Is it still split up into two rooms like it was back in the day? It is, yeah. Yeah. And there's a showroom and then there's a bar with pool tables Precisely. and stuff like that. Yep, yep, yep. And I remember I remember uh, you know, almost ten years ago, I think it was, like, you know, being brand new to comedy and uh and i was i think it was the first time i ever kind of ha- i got a spot at the hidden house and i just sure. it was just i just did not do good at all i was doing really that really room, eight people alive yeah that, that was a, i mean to your credit though yeah even getting onto that stage doing the set was like enough to pat yourself on the back because that room was like i said like visibly scary yeah like it was not lit well it was just an open door off the street on like what Seventh Ave. Yeah, yeah. So like you would the amount of vagrants that were on, on crystal meth that would just pop into the room not knowing it was a comedy show and there's just a guy with a microphone being like la la la. And every person that they would have on the shows were all crushers and killers. Yeah, I mean like Rich Voss would pop in and do yeah. sets there. Yeah, I even the local people were all just really fucking intimidating. Oh good. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of. Um, <laughs> that sh- that show was why they had a five dollar steak 
if that gives you any idea of the clientele that would come around. What, a five dollar oh, steak. steak. Oh, steak! Like yeah, an actual five dollar steak. At, yeah. You would get like a beer and a steak for five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's Tell crazy. Tell me how much you're willing to risk your life for a five dollar yeah, steak. Yeah, dude. it was that sp- area too, Seventh Ave and what it was Osborne or wild, yeah. something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was it was Scary. a great place. But like I remember bombing and then going out. Uh, just I think I was just talking to you and I met you and then I think I was talking about weed or something and you just oh I'll come smoke or whatever yeah. and then we would hung out in my car and I was just probably so miserable I was just so remember being so bummed yeah I've never out. seen somebody cry so much in my life <laughs> yeah no I, <laughs> I just think, like, <laughs> I, I I think I probably was tearing up maybe a little bit but I remember you helping me out and giving me advice well. And I think I very unlike me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, thanks man. Thanks for like, you know, I think that if you if maybe if you didn't like help me out a little bit or people like you weren't telling me to keep going, I probably would have wouldn't have kept doing it cuz I was doing like So it's my fault, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's your fault that <laughs> you know, why <laughs> I'm just doing here. this and doing <laughs> annoying trying to trying to let have everybody let me do my thing everywhere. Casey Moore's. Yeah, like, dude. I'm going to do a podcast at a library yeah, soon. Send all your hate mail to me. Yeah, I'm annoying as fuck. <laughs> Everybody's like, why is Dustin trying to just do everything everywhere? Well, one everywhere? time Jeff said, just keep going. So yeah. <laughs> really apologize to all the viewing. <laughs> yeah. All the, the audience for that. But yeah, man, um, it's it's awesome. It's it's uh, it's good to have good friends and, that keep me going. Because you know, when I was starting out, I was just doing like really... I just didn't really know how to write a setup or anything like that or a punchline. Oh, yeah, nobody does. I, I, yeah, I like was doing like, I remember when it was like Tiger Woods was a thing. Like the Tiger Woods, um, well, not Tiger Woods, wasn't a th- t- the Tiger Woods like sex capades were a thing. Yeah, like, where he cheated on his wife. Yeah, he had the uh, the mistress. Yes. A couple of them. Yeah, and everybody was reading the text had messages. And a thing for waitresses, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Which is such a specific, <laughs> just like. As Tiger Woods, you could probably whatever. I mean, people have covered this a thousand times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So She's, funny to go to a diner and be like, "You." He just like <laughs> really into their balance. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the way she put that coffee on my table. I just knew. Yeah, or they've got some uh, the hookups on sleeping pills. Or no, <laughs> that was is that a reference? To also, a deep, also deep a wild uh, way to have sex. Just like coming in and out of sex. <laughs> like, I can keep it going. Five more minutes. Four. Oh no, that's a turn. Ah. That's hacky. All right, yeah, that's funny. That's hacky. But. I remember just doing like at the time I thought it was funny to do to read off Tiger Woods's text messages to that lady in Jeff Foxworthy's voice. <laughs> it was or it was so I was just like, dude, why if did you or, or no? I was like, I was like, this is not funny, dude. Thinking back on it, why did we ever get those text messages? Yeah, why were those public? Yeah, was that like the beginning of like a uh, cancel culture, like the beginning of it, the internet where they can like just. Just it's so wild because you go back and like I have memories. You're right. Like it was like an era of Tiger Woods being a villain, and it's like all he did was cheat on his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's everybody. It's not good, but it's like (laughs) the persecution he got because it was so new. Right, it was a new thing to for guys reading text message. They were like dirty. It was like why 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 is this in public right now? Yeah, we were all making him seem like he was so yeah, like like he killed somebody or something. Yeah, you're like he never should have played golf. golf dude it's golf all these golfers are probably cheating on their wives what are you talking about yeah golf is the excuse that's what you use when you cheat on your wife <laughs> i'm playing golf that's what he's been doing the whole time that was the excuse to get good yeah. at it yeah yeah so yeah to he actually could... start playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the excuse his dad trained believable. him really hard and everything you gotta yeah you're, you're gonna want to be able to have those mistresses in the future <laughs> i don't know that my improv's not good right? all right <laughs> <laughs> getting better though 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he's training me. Um, he's my mentor. Um, we also just shot a sketch together uh, while I had the chance to get you uh, in a, involved in a sketch while you're in town. Hell yeah. Um, we uh, Good fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. We got to the editing process, and then we realized that we missed a whole entire part, right? But it was a very small part. Super small. Missed two scenes. Pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. good for the ragtag way we had to set up that day. Yeah. To only have to do one reshoot. Not bad. Learning I, process. I do still feel bad about making Lou run around your house. <laughs> yeah. This poor guy shows up with a cane, and we're like, you're good to get a 10,000 steps in on this film shoot, right? <laughs> this poor guy. Yeah, Lou's got a cane, and me and, and me and you are the ones that are barely doing any of the work. I, I was like literally sketch. sitting on a couch the entire sketch. And <laughs> I was like running in and out of the room. I'm like, just leave your cane there. You can sprint, right? <laughs> but Lou handled it so well. No, and, he's a pro. Uh, he's a pro. It was good. Um, check out that. Uh, I'll I'll be putting it on my YouTube channel. I'm sure you'll do something with it on your Instagram or. Yeah, yeah, we'll be posting soon. Yeah, yeah, it's um. It's uh, good to be getting back into sketches uh, and doing it with my friend Tony Aguilera. Shouts out to Tony Aguilera. Shout um, out Tony. He had a cool studio that we were able to edit oh, in. Oh, dude, the coolest, yeah. Yeah. That was sick. Like a $500,000 video wall that he projects stuff on. That was and, unbelievable. Um, so check out Tony Aguilera as well for stuff like that. And, um, you know, what was your favorite thing about shooting the sketch or something like that you remember that was like – Man, that day was honestly a lot of fun. Like it was, it was cool, just trying to piece it together. That's my favorite part. You know what I mean? Like, like the the building process yeah. is always so much funner than like, all right, we did it, let's share it. Like that's my least favorite part. Yeah, is like once it's done and like getting eyes on it. That's by far my least favorite part. I, I love, would agree. I love putting the thing together, trying to make it work. Like the whole process is yeah. is uh, is why I do it. You know, like the creating thing. After that, it's like let whoever finds it can find it, but I don't know. It, it like activates my little monkey brain trying to figure this stuff out and ma- like visualize it and stuff, you know. Yeah, I almost like to post it and then just like literally like just not go on my phone for a while mm. and just see like what happened. Hell see yeah, their, their response. See those tens of likes f- come flowing in. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then there's the, yeah the the other side of me where I'm like sitting there constantly watching every waiting for every new like or oh, whatever yeah, like because it's like yeah that's the you want the likes right that's the yeah. that's how you know that uh people appreciated it or whatever is like if they liked it literally yeah I'm trying to you know you know we're in 2022 so it's all about the views and you know tickling the algorithm and all that but mm-hmm. I try and stay focused on like the important part is the making it part yeah promoting it you know you can get help promoting and stuff like that but making it is like like i said that's that's success right not more more success less than uh fame right like more like like it's like success is a better word to use than fame or yeah or like whatever right like but making it just making it in terms of achieving your goal right like is that yeah to me i mean like to me success is just like fame is doing the thing yeah 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 like i'm i kind of get you don't want to hear me get all like mojo monk level on you, but like, you know, doing the thing is is engaging with success. Mm-hmm. Whether the eyes come and stuff like that, I don't know. I try not to put too much weight in that. Obviously, you need the viewership to mm-hmm. get the opportunity later down the road to do it with a bigger budget with more people and stuff like that. So you kind of, you know, you need both sides. But I've always 
I've always more engaged with, like I said, the making of process. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, me too. I think that's uh, what keeps me going is uh, the creative process. Uh, I'll put it. I'll put it this way: We were just. I just came from a coffee shop, meet up with the homies, and we're talking about how, you know, all this TikTok, all these channels and stuff like that. It's like perfect examples. Like I don't care about vases, like a, a vase. Yeah, I don't care. But I'll watch somebody make a vase. Sure. Yeah. I'll watch the whole process. I'll talk. I'll, I'll hear them talk about ooh the colors I want to pick and all this stuff. Yeah. And then the end product is like a pretty vase. I'm like, oh, that's nice. But like seeing the person put it together, I don't know, it does something for me. Or a bong or something. Or a bong, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> those guys are just the, who blow those glass at like out front of Bud's glass show oh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so hypnotizing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And stuff. then you go and smoke your lips. I'm just trying to get blazed now. <laughs> Sear your lips. They're like, it's not done yet. <laughs> your upbringing? My upbringing. Yeah. I was uh, brought up. Yeah, you're brought up. I was. All right, next topic. No, no. <laughs> um, you're from Arizona, right? You yep. Born and raised. I grew up. Uh, in what Phoenix. high school did you go to? What high school did Let's I talk go to? to you right now? Um, <laughs> I went to Desert Mountain for two years. Yeah. And then I got kicked out. And then I went to New School for the Arts okay. for my final two years. New School for the Arts. Yeah. I wow. Went to art school. Yeah. For high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you you did you study acting? No acting. Um, I did a lot of writing, a uh, little bit of Photoshop, but writing was my primary go-to in there. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, was what was it like going to an art school? Um, is it, Dude, it any, was sick. What are the differences between you know? It was sick. It was um, so poorly funded this school. Yeah. That it was like the teachers were so overwhelmed, which was funny because the cla- the entire size of the school was like maybe 800 people and we're talking about like from pre-k to high school so yeah. like my graduating class was not even 200 people oh wow it was very small very small um but it was dude it was so it was the funnest it was like the most fun i've ever had in school it that that shout out to nsa because they really like changed my trajectory because i hated desert Man. i was like a goth kid and i was like these people don't get me you know <laughs> what i mean like fuck the establishment i was like getting into trouble and stuff yeah and then i went to an art school and i was just surrounded by people that were way weirder than i was yeah which kind of like leveled me out a little bit to the point where i was like okay i'm weird but i'm not weird like them yeah so it helped me kind of find a level and where i kind of fit in artistically and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it was so fun dude i mean like it was a wild school there was no cafeteria like no cafeteria okay. so at lunchtime they would have what we called um a roach coach yeah oh <laughs> like food trucks and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we probably should have called it a, a food truck yeah 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 <laughs> but, but it got the roach coach name i precision i went to precision research or uh or not not precision that was a place i worked for no uh, i went to no i went to like a, a charter school okay very shortly, for okay. like, like 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 a week once. Oh, word! And um, they had a roach coach. Yeah, precision research. I didn't go to precision research, <laughs> but yeah, they they had a roach coach, and a lot of people would be getting f- flaming hot Cheetos and put cheese in it, and like that was the mo- oh, I don't know about the like cheese. Everybody's hands were all covered with like red and orange. It was such a wild scene because lunchtime. Everybody goes to lunch at the same time. Yeah. So the school, like, kids were just eating in the parking lot on top of their cars, like, sitting on walls. Like, there was no, there was no, like I said, there was no, like, social commune area. So, like, you would go and have a cigarette or. Oh, yeah. People would leave campus and go go to In-N-Out or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, you, you're allowed to just leave campus, too. Yeah, you weren't allowed. Oh, okay. But, yeah, you just, yeah, go off campus and go get food. (laughs) Yeah. 
I used to love doing that. Going off, dude. There was a record store, yeah, right on the other side of the school. Like, yeah, the, the next parking lot over was like a record store. Like, uh, there was a Filiberto's. Yeah, there was like a weirdly a gun shop there, and like a Taekwondo center, like all this stuff. But I used to bail, just like straight up bail on school. Like, I'd be like, "Can I go to the bathroom?" and disappear because we had block classes. So they were like hour and a half to hour and 40 minute classes yeah so i would just disappear for like 40 minutes and go to the record shop and just like peruse you know cds at the time yeah and uh and then come back and the teacher wouldn't even wouldn't even be like well that, was, that took a long time <laughs> just like hang the pass back up sit down and she's yeah like, all right <laughs> it was cool man we got away now wes we were, anderson films <laughs> just yeah, like <laughs> yeah literally yeah i took like a foreign film class there yeah it was cool that's Actually, awesome. Did I take it? No, that was in. Never mind. Scratch that. that yeah, was at a different spot. That was in college. Yeah, I used to love like just you know playing uh, hooky or is it hooky? Yeah, I, I feel like I've been fucking the up. School, a lot of shit. The school is so wild. Like I, like I said, I would take you know all my all my classes were like English and writing and stuff like that because I was focusing on that area. But if you had like your project done, I you could literally be like, can I go finish my painting? And the teacher would be like, yeah, sure. So you just leave one class, go to another one, and just like work on a painting. And then at the end, you're just like, it was wild. Yeah. It was really cool, though. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so I know that you're also really into just like, uh, you're into basketball a lot, right? Basketball. Love basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you play basketball in high school? Or uh, not like in high school. They, they wanted to recruit me, but they wanted to have practice like before school started. Yeah. I played basketball every single day of my life until high school. <laughs> yeah. Until high school when they were like, yeah, you just show up at 6 o'clock in the morning and do a couple of drills and then go to class. And I was like, nope. <laughs> but thank God because, you know, I as much as I love basketball, it's like I can still play it. Like I'll, I'll still dish and hoop and everything. But, you know, I very quickly learned like, oh, I'm not an athlete. I'm more more of an artist. I'm just I'm, I'm just giant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do you go to the Suns games a lot? Do you have a season pass? No season pass. Okay. I try and go to as many Suns games as I can, but yeah. you know, I don't live here anymore. So So why would you have a season pass? Right. But um but I do I I'll at least go to like you know. This game I mean this year was hard because playoff tickets were like astronomical. Yeah. Were you crushed when when we lost? Uh, both years, yeah. Oh, both years, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was for a second. I was thinking maybe we possibly won last, but we did. Well, I ba- I bailed on the Suns, cheering for the Suns for like a decade. After yeah. Nash, I was just like, we got nothing, dude. Yeah. It was just like Nash days. Just like a straight decade of just garbage. Teams. Yeah. Like the worst. Remember Danny Ainge? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I love Danny Ainge. Yeah. Well, I'm also I'm a huge Celtics fan. So like okay. Ainge, he was like the GM over there. He drafted Tatum and Brown and all these guys. Danny Ainge I, was on the Suns, though, right? He was on the Suns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He used to get into fights on the Suns all the time. Yeah. With Jordan and shit. Yeah, he was a wild one. Was Larry Bird ever on the Suns? Am no. I ro- Oh, that's, no. yeah. yeah. I don't know why the hell I'm thinking Larry yeah. Bird was on no, the Suns. No. He uh, was on the Bulls. Celtics. Or the, uh, see, <laughs> I don't know shit. <laughs> I just know, like, some things, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, but yeah. You um, know what team Michael Jordan was on? The Bulls. Okay. For sure. I <laughs> just mean, checking. Just check <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, obviously the Seattle Supersonics. <laughs> yeah. Next question. Yeah. Um, yeah, huge basketball fan. Love playing. Love hooping. My brothers are like, I used, we used to play in the driveway all the time, and now they're in college, so they're they're like of age now where they can actually play defense. So like for the first time in my entire relationship with them, now we can actually have like nice little one-on-one games. Yeah. And they're so, dude, they're so fast. 
You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, what? I'm like a 30 year old comedian trying to hoop. They're running around with you, these yeah, like 21 yeah. year old kids <laughs> who are just like in the prime of their life, just gunning past me. Yeah, you know? it's a lot of fun though. I really yeah. like it. It's like the only form of exercise I get done these days. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I always like to ask uh, my comedic guests or even just any guests that I have, music music, uh, guests, like um, musicians or comedians, uh, an interesting question. I usually get a good response or an interesting response. Um, What is like the craziest thing you've ever seen happen at a comedy show? Or just like whether you something that you a show that you've been on or a show, a show that you've gone to. I don't know about the craziest. Like thing. Steve Owens on uh, the first episode, he said that he was working at Stand Up Live and he saw Ken Jeong. Like he was doing his act and doing really well, and then all of a sudden someone was having a heart attack in the crowd. Oh yeah. So dude. he had to go out into the crowd and like he was a doctor, so he like, right, went out right. there and like helped save the guy's life, and then went back up. And, and you like, just go back to yeah. your set. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people are just wide eyed, like what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I. I don't know. Um, I don't know about the craziest, but something that I, I always tell this story. Embarrassing, at, like some. I love this story. At Bridget's, you you know Bridget's. Yeah, Bridget's last laugh. Bridget's last laugh. So back now it's now it's like nice, you know what I mean? Now it's like they do the show in the side room. There's yeah. like a sign. There's a curtain. It's like all separate from the bar. Yeah. But back when I started doing Bridget's, mm-hmm. you just did it at the end of the bar, in front of TVs and shit. Yeah. And comedy happened before karaoke. Yeah. So we used to, we call it surprise comedy where it's like nobody at the bar knew there was a comedy show. All of a sudden we're just turning off football games and then somebody comes up with a mic like, "Okay, you guys ready for comedy?" and yeah. everyone's like, "No." Or someone's eating their food and they're just like, "Yeah, what?" what the? You know like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah total ambush. Times that's happened, yeah. Total ambush comedy. I mean like and it was bad too to the point where if the show was going long, the karaoke guy would come in and just start turning on the TVs and and turn on karaoke. They would just start doing karaoke if the show was too long. Yeah, not having any respect for the comedy zero, at all. Zero, yeah. zero. And uh, so we were used to that for a while. So this room was like very combative for a while, and it kind of turned into like, you know, us versus them type of thing. Because it was a biker bar, you know, Bridget's. Yeah, Bridget's even more so back then was like a straight up biker bar. Um, so you know getting into tiffs with the audience was nothing new but i remember one show in particular this dude from the beginning was heckling and like not like not like heckling like participating but like heckling like straight up like you suck that's not funny bring out the next guy and just was like tar- and my buddy was the host and he would usually go after these guys but he's the host he can't it's the start of the show you don't want to start off like that i mean i would have but i commend him for trying to be professional in the moment at this biker bar show <laughs> yeah yeah Next comedian comes up, same thing. He's like, boo, like, you suck. Like, that's not funny. Tell a better joke. Come on, do something else. The comedian didn't do anything. Third comedian comes up, same thing. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if I get up there, I'm going to tear this guy apart. You know what I mean? I'm, like, new to comedy. I have, like, yeah, yeah, I got this, like, arrogance. I've been doing it, like, a year or two. I'm like, I'm fucking the gift of comedy. Here comes a whooping. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But... My buddy goes up right before me, literally right before me, and does what I was planning on doing and spent his whole set talking shit to this guy. Didn't yeah. tell a single joke. Was just like telling this guy he's got cancer, he's going to have <laughs> ass cancer, like just like ass going cancer. after him. And he had his wife there too. <laughs> Started going after the wife, just was like tearing into this guy. And this dude gets up and leaves, and the comedians were like erupted. We were just clapping yeah. like, fuck yeah, fuck that guy. 
And so, like, the host comes back out, and he's like, hey, the movie finally left. That's what happens, blah, blah, blah. And we hear a motorcycle fire up. And we're like, it was like an aggressive, like, bang, 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 Yeah, bang. like one of those. We're like, oh, boy, what? here comes this. This dude backed his motorcycle into the bar, like the back tire, and re- <laughs> filled the bar with smoke. Fire alarms go off. Show's canceled. Everybody had to leave the bar. <laughs> I'm pissed because I was like up next. You know what I mean? He knew exactly when he was walking out of there. Like, oh, yeah. Like, Premeditated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's He's like, oh, like, I got something for you. I you know see what this? I'm about to do right yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that's that actually that's probably that's crazy as fuck. That's yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, a lot of lot of biker stories in Arizona, man. I was thinking you were just gonna say he was just gonna like yeah, just just do the noise, but then he actually like filled the whole room with smoke. That's insane. Crazy, crazy. Jeez, a lot of biker stories. I performed for the Hell's Angels on accident one time. Dude, the Hell's Angels have come. They live across the street from my friend Georgie's house, the Tour de House place. Bro, they're out here. Didn't you see them at the Tour de House place? They show um, up. They show up to that too. Oh really? Yeah, they live right across the street. Yeah, straight up Hell's Angels. Yeah, legitimate, like with the Hell's Angels vest. Yeah, they got the patches. The yeah, but they like. It's interesting because they're actually like, they used to be really, really, really dangerous. Like dangerous. Like, like they seventies and stuff. Woodstock, they hired them as security kid. and yeah. stuff, and like, they still are. But like, they roll through as a group, and they really are respectful to people, and they and they make it known that we're we're gonna we're here to like help you guys. Like if you guys. They don't say it, but they just yeah. kind of make it known. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I had we're a all good gonna set. be your friend, and like, <laughs> I had a yeah. pretty good set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went well. I was scared shitless. Yeah. What happened? Did they did just did they? It was like a, it wasn't the same night you're talking about, right? No, no. This oh, is okay. a different show, different night. Um, it was like some bar off the highway. Yeah. I was doing a spot. My buddy, I knew everybody on the show, and they just had me do, you know, like ten minutes or something. But the um. The ho- I remember the host actually Sean McCarthy and Chris Bennett were there. Mm-hmm. If you guys remember them, yeah, Sean McCarthy, uh, who hosts, who d- who now is doing Bridges, Bridges. 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 Yeah, yeah, he was there that night. He actually, weirdly, he almost got into a fight. Yeah, not with Hell's Angels, but like anyway, that's beside yeah. the point. Um, but he's up there doing his thing, and then in the middle of his set, just like the loudest amount of it sounded like 170 motorcycles pulled up to this bar. It was just you know you can just hear them in the parking lot, just like here comes. The brigade, dude. Yeah. And as that is happening, you can't even hear the mic. It's so loud. You can't hear what anybody's saying. And the audience stood up. You know, it was like maybe like 16 to 20 people, Mm -hmm. just like folding chairs. It was a nice little space, you know. But they all got up and left. And we're like, what the hell is this? In walks the Hells Angels. Yeah. (laughs) Like leather vests, you know what I mean? Chaps, the whole, everything, right? And they all come and sit down in all the new empty seats, filled up the room, filled like f- full. Yeah, the room is now full. And they're all just like ah, like having being really like happy and like. Well, not at first. No, okay, yeah, yeah. Not at first. My buddy, like as soon as they sit down, he's just like ah. Now oh, come to the yeah. stage, Jeff Wiles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. shit! Came out there. I mean, like they were cool to their. When credit. you were thinking you were going to go up there and and uh, own the heckler, right? The same night or no? No, or, this is a oh, different, different. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally different night, but. Um, I was thinking, like, you know, my set was very much geared towards the few people that were there, not towards a gang of motorcycles that yeah. just showed up. Now you have to do material for them, yeah. Yeah, now I'm doing biker material. <laughs> but uh, I told a couple of jokes that they were into off top, so it loosened yeah. up a little bit. But it was so funny to see. I don't know if you know Chris Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember him 
he, he had like a show that he did out of his apartment, didn't he, for a little yes. bit? Yes, yeah, yeah, pandemic times. Yeah. I think even before that he was doing yeah, it. Yeah, it was just like a, a, like a funny... But this like, dude, for the audience, like show. this guy is just the silliest comedian you've ever seen in your life. Like, yeah. such high, just like silly, wacky energy. And he was the headliner that night. Yeah. It was such a treat to watch how confused these bikers were watching him like... Is that a man up there doing this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, because that Chris Bennett guy, yeah, he is, like, very energetic facial expressions. Oh, yeah. Like, his, very he's, wha- he's got energetic, more energy silly. than anyone I've ever seen do comedy. He is really funny. Yeah. Shouts out to Chris Bennett. Yep. I haven't seen him in a long time. Shout out. Hope he's still doing comedy, and I hope he is doing well. Yeah. Um, I ran uh, into him out in Boston. Yeah. It's the last place I've seen recently? him. Recently? Ah, uh, a couple years ago. A couple years ago. Yeah, maybe, like, I five, really hope he is ago. doing shit still. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Um, Matt Stores as well. I remember, I remember them being like, uh, they would hang out. Yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah, Stores is killing the TikTok game. Yeah, I've been seeing him around on Instagram. Hope he is doing well as well. Hell yeah. Shout out to the homies. Yes. The Hidden House, Stand Up Scottsdale. Those people. were all Hidden House guys, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Survive. Eric Subcheck. Subcheck. Rob Maybe. I feel Was like he a sub- Hidden House guy? Rob, maybe? Did he come after that? Maybe. I missed kind of like the tail end of the Hidden House. There was the Ice House, too. Sean, Ice House is a Sean lot. McCarthy. I almost fought a, like a mom at the Ice House. Okay, that's like, another Literally almost like fisticuffs with a grown woman. <laughs> dude, I was, in my first couple of years, I was wilding, dude. You got to say a little bit more about that. She was just like heckling. She it, the, the Ice House was, um, it was a hockey bar. Yeah. So it was connected to a hockey um, an ice hockey rink mm-hmm. and where the goal was behind the goal was big plexiglass like if all of this was just plexiglass yep, I remember yeah and there was a bar on the other side of that where you would drink and you would watch your kid practice whatever the hell right would, would we be doing stand up and we'd be hearing pucks hitting the thing or no they wouldn't every play single show yeah 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 there was never a show where there was like oh nobody's playing hockey today every single show there was like six people out there dude slinging like firing shots missing the goal hitting the thing like crack it was so loud (laughs) so loud and if that wasn't distracting enough you had sean mccarthy was hosting that spot yeah who would sit on mic during your set and play sound effects (laughs) it was just like you couldn't even get a joke in yeah it was the craziest it was just more about everything else dude it was the craziest show i've to this day i've ever done it was just like you just had to learn. That was to one deal of my first it. open mics ever. Oh, oh yeah, was that place? So on top, <laughs> on top of like Jesse ice Johnson. pucks hitting yeah. the fucking glass at a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. You also had Sean's ass, who was like on drugs, just like bling bling, like doing wild shit, sound effects. You know what yeah. I mean? Like piping in on a joke or whatever. I loved that. I had a and great then, time. And then after the comedian's done, he would go back up to host and still say a lot more. Oh, yeah. And talk a lot more in between oh, yeah. the comedians. Yeah, so it was like just- Like 10 minutes almost. Dude, it was just everything was stacked but against you. I love Sean, you. yeah. There was, everything was against you in that show. You yeah. had no favor in the room whatsoever. So on top of all this other shit, there was like this lady there um, who was just front row at the bar, just heckling. Yeah. Just like literally, that's not funny. You suck. Just ruining the show. And so I got up there, and I was like kind of talking shit with her mm-hmm. off stage, knowing that I'm gonna have to go on stage in a minute and like try and tell jokes. Yeah. And like she was already giving like attitude and stuff before you. If even I remember up. correctly, though, like I I honestly don't think she said shit during my set. 
Okay. I think she was giving me the silent treatment, like, oh, let's see how funny you are, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff, and just sat there cross-armed. But the second that I was like, thank you, that's my show, she's like, not funny, like started heckling right away. So I was like, oh, what was that, bitch? And I got back on Oh, mine. yeah. And I was like, what the fuck, man? You think this blah, blah, blah? I got aggro, like embarrassingly so. Hopefully there's no tape of that out there. <laughs> it was bad. Dude, yeah. I was, I, like, I, I was like, I'll fucking die for this comedy shit. I was just way over the top, you know what I mean? I, I, ended, I ended up having to leave the bar because I, yeah. like, I was fired up, dude. She got me fired up, dude. And that's coming from you, too, and you're, you're a pretty chill guy. You're, you're a very yeah. chill guy. Yeah, I'm a pretty chill guy. But, wow. it, like, in the beginning, I was like, this is my art, lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, I have, you know I've been there, man, where yeah. I'm just, like, trying to, yeah, use, use as how much I respect comedy as, like, a, a way to yeah. get at uh, somebody or yeah, get yeah. back at Revenger. You're not gonna come to my, our open mic. It's actually well, I'm doing. Yeah, it's, just it's like, actually pretty funny to think about her perspective. Like she's like dropping her kid off to like practice hockey, and then just gets bombed at the bar and just <laughs> just like he- heckling. Uh, she's really nice. Heckling comedians. Yeah. Oh, was that? Was it Patricia? Yeah, yeah Patricia. Nice. Yeah, she's cool. Thank you, uh, Shout everybody out to who the staff. works here. The staff is incredible. The managers, the the uh, manager Tyler, one of the nicest people I've ever met. I can't yeah, believe. Casey Moore is like a staple. In Arizona. Yeah. Everybody here has been great. Yeah, um, truly. Before we get out of here, I wanted to do a thing that I do with all my guests. Um, uh, it's kind of like just like a little segment, a little thing that we do. I do on here to find the guests like taste. Okay. Um, it's top five favorite movies. It's just a top five thing. Oh, okay. So I've done Ooh, my top five here on a bunch of times. Maybe I could do another one I haven't done it in a while. Uh, let's see your top five favorite movies. Ooh, it can be, and it doesn't have to. You don't have to think too hard about it. You can. Ju- it can just be a thing where it's just like bam, bam, bam. Like I don't know about nowadays because like I'll do. You know, like I think my first favorite movie ever was like Con Air. Yeah, dude, Con Air had such a place in my heart when I was growing up. Yeah, I was like, this is cinema. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy gets it, dude. Yeah. Um, what was the famous line in Con Air? There's so many. Dude. Okay, yeah, Remember yeah. Buscemi was like, they yeah. implied that he was like eating kids. <laughs> it was so weird. That movie is crazy. Nicolas Cage, right? Nicolas Cage. Sean Connery. Or no. Mm. Sean Connery and Conner? No. John just... Cusack is though. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I'm sure there's other people. I honestly haven't seen that movie in years. I'm sure it's like terrible now re- on a rewatch. Yeah. But I also, um, I'll, I'll give you, a, can I give you a list of like what used to be my top five? Because mm-hmm. I can't think of. I'm like terrible in these yeah, scenarios. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really liked Almost Famous was another like movie that I was into for a long time. I thought yes. that was that was a sick flick. One of my favorites. Jimmy Fallon randomly in that. With, yeah, with but Mark he's like Marin, too. He's like in disguise, right? He's dressed he's like, like their a cowboy manager. or something. Or no, am I wrong? Is he, he comes in late in the movie and he's like their new manager guy. Okay, but he doesn't look like Jimmy Fallon in the movie, right? He looks like a completely different character. Am I wrong? Probably, yeah. Okay. He's probably they probably got him in dressed up. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else? I really like that movie Sunshine for a while. Sunshine. Sunshine is a um, wait. The guy. Uh, oh. And is it Sunshine? Period. Like, is it? Is there a dot at the end of it? Am I thinking of something else? I don't think so. The title. Okay, never mind. Um, it's the the guy that uh, directed Slumdog Millionaire. Okay, in like Sunshine. One hundred twenty-seven yeah. hours. He did this movie Sunshine about like you know basically these scientists that have to go into space to like explode the sun to like reheat the earth or some craziness. Okay. Pretty cool movie. Out. Pretty cool movie. Okay. Um, let's see what else. I'm trying to think of, like the good movies I've seen recently. Dude, I did see um Everything Everywhere All at Once. 
That was a pretty solid movie. I'm not gonna lie. Everything uh, is that. What's what movie is that? Why am I not knowing a lot? It of was this? like a it was like a Korean mother daughter. Everything all at once. Everything everywhere all at once. Everything everywhere all at once. Okay. It's like it's weirdly like a multiverse. Is that new? Pretty new. I think it might still be in theaters. Okay. I don't know that I would say it's my favorite. I'm just trying to think of like new movies that are. Yeah, safe. just whatever you can. Yeah, think of that. But I'm also like, truth be told, dude, I'm a huge animation nerd. I mm-hmm. love any kind of like animated anything. I love like the Cowboy Bebop movie. Yeah. I don't know if you fuck with Cowboy Bebop. I remember is it's a show, right? It starts off yeah, a, a show a, a Cartoon like, Network or Adult Swim. I think it was like nineteen ninety nine or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Um wait, Cowboy Bebop was on Cow- Cartoon Network or no? Yeah, they probably Toonami I think brought it in. Okay, yeah, as yeah. Part yeah. of their block or whatever. Yeah. Um but that movie is incredible to this day. I like I just watched it last year. It still holds up. It's amazing. I love nice. I love hand drawn animation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm a huge fan. I'm I, I still like I watch all these cartoons. The Last Avatar, dude. I'm yeah. on Legend of Korra. I like the typical ones. Like, I mean, the Spirited Away is is incredible. Oh yeah, the Studio Ghibli. Yeah, Gib- I mean, Ghibli? Ghibli, Ghibli. Yeah, I've seen a lot of cool ones. Like, um, Dumbo. Word. Right? Is that hand drawn or no? I think so. Yeah, with the elephant, right? Yeah. Yeah. That first one, the classic Disney one. Like, sure. All those hand drawn. I, I grew up on the Disney. But Dumbo, like, especially. Aladdin and Lion King and all that. That was like my entire childhood. Yeah. I watched the. I watched Aladdin like a, a thousand times. Oh my god! Just that. That first opening song, just like when they're he's running through. Yeah. A- animation will always be. Gotta catch every. I don't know the words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, hell yeah. This comedian in L.A. used to do a bit where he would recite the whole entire thing perfectly on stage, and he would do it really good. Like, Whoa. but it was just—it's not really like it wasn't like a joke or a bit. He was just doing he was it. Just doing karaoke. And people would love that he was like pretty much, <laughs> but he was like doing it like so perfect, and everybody would. It was just a thing that he would just start doing, whoa. and people would just like that he just did it. Whoa, and whoa, whoa! I forgot his name, but is is yeah. This is interesting, but um, interesting. Was I his just, name Aladdin? Uh, yeah, it was Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Aladdin. Actually, the CGI Street version. Street red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. I don't like that. Hell yeah. Tempe Improv, where you at? Oh whoa, <laughs> we're freestyling now, dude. Your fucking skills dripping off. Yeah, here. I'm. Uh, I'm kind of like. Uh, kind of a big deal. I'm on the, the king scene. of the cipher. That's yeah. what they call you. <laughs> That's what they call you. That's what they've always called you. Hey, it's Tadlock. The. Uh, King of the Cypher. This guy's the king of the Cypher. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jeff. Yeah. I appreciate oh, you. This is fun. This yeah, is great. For committing to the sketches, uh, the the podcast, uh, well, the sketch, right? Yeah, Just yeah, one dude. sketch. Well, there'll be more, I'm sure. Yeah, when you're once you're back in town, we'll we'll work again together. Um, yeah, hit me work on together Instagram. Again. I am just not saying words correctly. Cade, give it up for Cade. Cade, Cade, uh, helping oh, us man. out today. He helped me out a, a lot. Uh, once again, thank you to everybody who works at Casey Moore's. Uh, you guys have been incredible. I never, I didn't think I was going to be able to do this episode, uh, and here we are. What are the chances when we go back and listen to this? There's like ghost whispers, yeah, in the quiet moments. Oh my god! Can you imagine a ghost is heckling us on your own podcast? And then it just gives me a reason to <laughs> switch into a paranormal, yeah. like Casey Moore himself yeah. is just like, this is stupid. <laughs> switch, switch the material, the concept. <laughs> Start doing. So get it, yeah, hit up sci-fi the sci-fi channel it'd be so funny to have a ghost give you with constructive feedback <laughs> <laughs> like 
constructive feedback from beyond the grave. <laughs> Do you remember that show Scare Tactics on Sci-Fi? It was pretty good. It's not just boo. Just it's like, boo, <laughs> you could be doing better. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. They do make the their own ranch. It's bomb. Yeah. Like what? Wait, what? That what? <laughs> just plugging ranch. <laughs> yeah. We should plug the ranch though. It is. It is. Really no, good. it is really good. That's what I wanted to say. Top tier. Yeah. Close That's why I brought that up. Was ranch. <laughs> yes. There. No. Fuck I'm not my kidding. Plugs. We need to plug <laughs> the ranch. Their food is extremely good. If not, just if it just get anything. You, you their oysters are incredible. I am allergic, but I, I can only have one. I have. I've had. I can have one. I'm not like deathly allergic. If I have one okay. oyster, I can like deal with it. But if I have a bunch of them, I'll like flare up. Yeah. Them. Okay. All right. That's good to know your tolerance. But they, you know, they the add threshold. garlic, I think, and cheese and stuff, and it's just really fucking tasty. And they're, it's amazing. They're doing it. But uh, thank you once again, everybody. Have a good time. Enjoy your life. And uh, thank you. Cheers. Do we bump mics? How do we end this? Wow. <laughs> have Hell a good yeah, day, dude. Peace.